Story upon story. Stories of women including Ruth, Naomi, and Hannah, Mary, and Elizabeth. Stories of kings, King David and King Solomon. Stories of the ministry of Jesus. Gathered all together in books which form the library that we call the Bible. As we meet here together, let us consider and wonder, and maybe experience a little bit of awe as we reflect on a story from the Bible through the lens of the time in which it was written and the lens of now. Welcome to Stories of Faith, the devotional edition. My name is Denise Meyer Pollock, diaconal intern with the Lutheran Theological Seminary in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, Canada. My pronouns are she, her. The reading for this week comes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 16, verses 19 to 31. There was a rich man who dressed in purple and fine linen and who feasted sumptuously every day. At his gate lay a poor man named Lazarus, covered with sores, who longed to satisfy his hunger with what fell from the rich man's table. Even the dogs would come by and lick his sores. The poor man died and was carried away by the angels to be with Abraham. The rich man also died and was buried. In Hades, where he was being tormented, he looked up and saw Abraham far away with Lazarus by his side. He called out, Father Abraham, have mercy on me, and send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am in agony in these flames. But Abraham said, Child, remember that during your lifetime you received your good things, and Lazarus, in like manner, evil things. But now he is comforted here, and you are in agony. Besides all this, between you and us a great chasm has been fixed, so that those who might want to pass from here to you cannot do so, and no one can cross from there to us. He said, Then, Father, I beg you to send him to my father's house, for I have five brothers, that he may warn them, so that they will not also come to this place of torment. Abraham replied, They have Moses and the prophets. They should listen to them. He said, No, Father Abraham, but if someone goes to tell them from the dead, they will repent. He said to him, If they do not listen to Moses and the prophets, neither will they be convinced, even if someone rises from the dead. Word of God, Word of Life. Thanks be to God. Within the Gospel of Luke, parables abound. Sheep and coins, 
sons and their father, rich and poor. Some of these stories would have been familiar to the original listeners. And this story in particular would have been a well-known folktale. Our response to hearing this sacred story will be influenced by our own familiarity with the story and our desire to connect it with other similar gospel stories. For example, stories about people who are wealthy and Jesus telling them to sell all of their possessions, or the parable that cautions the wealthy about how difficult it will be for them to enter the kingdom of God. In addition, the stories about Lazarus, his death and resurrection, as well as his life with Mary and Martha. These gospel stories will then get stirred together with our knowledge of Abraham's story and the covenantal promise. Woven together, we will interpret, we will make sense of, we will strive to understand this parable in Luke. And let's face it, there are stark disparities in this parable. Feasting sumptuously versus longing to satisfy hunger by eating the scraps that fall from the table. Dressed in purple and fine linen versus being a man covered in sores. Died and carried away by angels versus dead and buried. Received good things versus evil things. Comforted here versus you are in agony. This story urges us to see the injustice, to see the lack of love, and to see the hope and possibility. I think first we must realize that we cannot love our neighbor on our own. Our willingness to care, to be generous, to demonstrate love is rooted in familiarity and comfort. We long to show love in ways that bring us comfort and feel familiar. To move beyond comfort, we need to lean into our faith. We need to lean into God. The question is, how do we do that? Well, we pray. Simple, spontaneous prayers of thanksgiving for sunshine and rain, warm weather and cool breezes. We pray for understanding, for insight, curiosity, and the willingness to try new things. We ask God to point us to others who are moved to love their neighbors, whether it is through our church, or in the larger world, we find others who have been stirred by the call to care for the world and all of those within it. We lean into God during worship services. When we not only utter the following words, we embrace them. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you 
with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. What does it look like when we lean into our relationship with God and strive to love our neighbors? Well, we admit we cannot be our best selves without the grace of God. We acknowledge our personal experiences of privilege, of wealth, being housed, ability, educational opportunities. We acknowledge all we have, and we ask God, where can my gifts of money, of time, and care be used? Amen. Let us pray. Mothering God, forgotten places is where our neighbors reside. Amid loss and pain, you dare us to lift their heavy burdens. Enable us to lean into loving, trusting in your presence. Amen. And now, a blessing. May God open your heart. May God open your mind. May God fill you with strength. May God infuse you with faith. This has been Stories of Faith, the devotional edition, with your host, Denise Meyer-Pollock, diaconal intern with the Lutheran Theological Seminary, in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Until next time, keep living your life of faith. Mm-hmm.